The only thing worse than being talked about, as Oscar Wilde said, is what happened to him uh, when people started talking about it. Welcome to, uh, I was going to, oh man, I was about to say Street Sense because I was just talking about <laughs> the TV show Street Sense. And that you were a host on that show. So of course you naturally would fall into the host Oh host yeah, I, I hosted it for at least 30 years, that mm, show. Yeah, yeah. I did not. I wrote for the show. This is Sneaky Dragon. I'm Ian Boothby. And I'm Street Sense. No, no, Wait, no, what? No, oh, Street no, Legal. You are Street, that's right. You are Street Legal. Very good. They brought that show back. They brought back Street Legal. Oh. I don't know if it's still around. Well, you know, it's better, though. It's Street Legaler. <laughs> That's right. They should have <clears throat> They should have just made it barely Street Legal. Mm. Give That's it that true. sexy edge. Mm-hmm. That's true enough. Had the original cast, right? Uh, it had uh, one of the original cast. And then it was... Oh, it had uh, Cynthia Dale and it had Eric right. What's-His-Face. Uh, <laughs> I feel really bad that yeah. uh, that uh, I have met him a couple of times. He's very, very nice. And I'm a big fan of his. Um, <laughs> oh, this kills me. Because I used to watch Billy Bishop Goes to War, that's like right. the he musical that, that he, that's, he that's did. Correct, yeah. Of course, on Corner Gas. He's on mm-hmm. the animated series Corner yeah. Gas. Yeah. Eric, gosh damn it. What a name. Fart damn shit. Ooh. Damn. I wish I could which remember is, his name. Which is his middle name? Which is his last name there? The names you just named. Uh, I'm not really sure. Okay. Anyway, he's a great actor, a really uh, swell guy. But he was only a guest star on the New Street Legal. Like he did like a cameo. Oh, like, oh is that there right? he is. I saw him in the in the ad for it and I thought he was in the show. It'd be like in the TV show uh, Fraser, where like yeah. Sam would drop by for an episode. Or yeah. Woody would drop by for an episode and go, hey, there, there they are. Mm-hmm. And then that would mm-hmm. be it. Just so you know, everyone, we're talking about an old show that used to be on the CBC, the Canadian Broadcasting Corporation, here in Canada, a show called Street Legal that cashed in on the interest in sort of like L.A. law time period when people were really into um, court procedurals. Yeah, and, and the difference was legal uh, dramas. we wore wigs on ours. Mm. We had those Canadian wigs. Well, that's part of our, our British, our, 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 uh, I guess our... Inheritance, British inheritance. Yeah, I think so. It's it's coarser wigs. Yeah, it's because you know uh, we're more embarrassed of our bald spots. That's that's it. We is that what we it want is? to cover up the bald spots. <laughs> is that a natural part of practicing law? Is the development of a bald spot? Yeah, because you're always like rubbing your head, going, "Oh, <laughs> the ethical dilemmas," <laughs> and so on, and uh, and and so forth. Farth. Oh, here's the problem. Listen. I'll, no, no, no. Once again, we're looking. Don't break the fourth wall. I'm going to break or the, the fifth wall. I will, and I will travel back in time. Don't even break. And reveal that uh, uh, Eric Peterson, jeez Louise. Um, oh, him. What's his name? Uh, was we just recorded another episode of Sneaky Dragon because, and we did double down, so you get the second episode, and the first episode is sharp and crisp, full of impressions. I don't know about that. And, uh, and strong opinions. And we solve no. a couple of murders. That's and, true. And then, and then you do this one. Yeah. And we've already gone out for a burger with our mm-hmm. uh, my sister in law Vicky. Yeah. And uh, we had a lovely conversation. And we come back and we're sloppy. We're just sloppy. <laughs> Speak for yourself. Yeah. And I had I'm as neat I as a had, pin. I had alcohol as well. Ah. And I apologize. Okay. Well, don't podcast drunk. I had the adult chocolate milk. Hmm. And mm-hmm. the adult chocolate milk consists of chocolate milk, yeah, which was a delicious chocolate milk, yeah, uh, some Baileys, yeah, and uh, they suggest, well, they don't suggest this is in the menu, vodka, yeah. And I said, hey, let's not have the vodka. You said niet, yeah, no, thank you. Let mm-hmm. me make this as clear as that vodka, sure, <laughs> absolute. <gasps> 
Lino vodka mm. for me. Yeah. And they went, do you want extra Baileys? And I went, yes. <laughs> and so you may be seeing the result of that right now. And I apologize. Yeah. I can't uh, explain why Dave is uh, is the same way I am. <laughs> okay, it's, I mean, that's normal for me. That's true. This is a regular regular state of being. That's true. Uh, so anyway, I do apologize. And I apologize I to Eric adult... Peterson. Oh, I'm sorry. Fantastic actor. Stepped on your line. And uh, if you ever do get a chance to see the old uh, CBC uh, footage of him doing his play, Billy Bishop Goes to War. Yeah. Uh, one of my favorite things. I was going to say, I thought an adult chocolate milk was when they serve you a chocolate milk at the restaurant with a kind of quizzical air, wondering why an adult has ordered chocolate milk. Mm, that's fair. Mm-hmm. What did you drink again? I had a Coke. Mm-hmm. Because I needed some caffeine. Because I was getting kind of drifty offy. I did notice, episode. yeah, you almost fell asleep during uh, the last I have, episode. I have not been getting a full night's rest for the last two months. Yeah. I, uh, I, I, I am sorry for that. And also okay. that uh, we've decided to sing so many lullabies in this episode. <laughs> that was a problem. What were we thinking? Yeah, we we're going to list Bad our, programming. We we're both going to list our top five lullabies. Uh-huh. My favorite one is go to... <laughs> um, you know what I found that's really great, though? Gatsby. Na- naps. Oh. Gatsby's also great. You're right. I'm glad that you've gone there. I think it's time that people... How about the brain? I think it's the time that people... brain as well. That's fine. That's fine. But I think it's time that people finally admitted The Great Gatsby is pretty great. It's pretty great. Are you talking about the book or the movies? And which movie? <laughs> I'm talking about the parodies of the movies that I've seen. Okay. That's basically where I know The Great Gatsby from. Is that right? Yeah. Did I say so? Mostly parodies. Phone. You know what? Let me just tell you one thing. So there's the Baz Luhrmann uh, version, very good version. And what's uh, the uh, this in 3D? And yeah. what's the uh, what's the other version of the Great Gatsby? The other version of the Great Gatsby is was done in the 1970s with Mia Farrow playing the role of Daisy. I believe okay. that's the character that that Great Gatsby, Jay Gatsby, played by Robert Redford. Oh, I don't know who the other protagonist was though. The Nick Nick Carraway, yeah, Nick Carraway. Okay. Um. Yeah, I'm not too sure. I can't even can't remember who directed that movie exactly. It was someone like if I said it was so-and-so, you'd be like, oh, really? Sidney Lumet directed that movie? But it's not. I don't think it's Sidney Lumet, but one of those sort of directors of that time period. Okay, it's been made into a movie one, two, three, four, five times. Well, it's a very popular book. And I think it's very, and it's a very much a, an ing-lit book that a lot, of, a lot of people have read. Yeah. And so it's sort of in the back of everyone's minds as being something that, that they'd like to make into a movie. Let me break it down for you. Mm-hmm. The the cast of uh, all, all of these movies. Okay. 1925. 1925? Sorry, 26. I apologize. 1926. Okay. Uh, and that was a silent film. Yes, of course. Starring uh, Warner Baxter and Lois Wilson. Warner Baxter. Okay. If you remember Lois Wilson, she yeah. is the uh, mother in High and Lois, the comic strip. Mother of Chip and... Uh, the, the twins mm. and a little Dixie. Okay. I don't know. Anyway. I'm kind of thinking that Warner Baxter plays the druggist in It's a Wonderful Life, but I'm not a, a, exactly mm, certain possibly. about that. Possibly. can look that up. Uh, Great Gatsby, 1949. Oh, 49. Starring Alan Ladd. Alan Ladd. And Betty Field. Who had to stand in a ditch. Because he was a very short man? He was a very short man. He was on a box. She was in a ditch. He was also uh, the original name for Green Lantern. Oh, uh, was Alan Ladd okay. to sound like Aladdin? I see. But then the actor Alan Ladd Said, achieved popularity, uh, and then we have to change it, mm. and it became Alan Scott. I see. Great Gatsby, nineteen seventy-four. This is the film. That's what I was talking about. about with who directed Redford. that? Who directed that? Who directed that? Well, Does it say? Uh, yeah, I can tell you who's directed it. I've got uh, access to such things, and uh, in fact, I will tell you, it was directed by Jack Clayton. Oh, that's not even who I'm thinking of. Wow, Jack Clayton, and produced by David Merrick. 
and a screenplay by Francis Ford Coppola. Wow. There you are. It's not, it's not a great movie. It's a little dull. Well, listen, let me tell you about this one then. Okay. Come 2000. 2000. Yeah, they made it for TV. Ah. Calling, uh, starring Toby Stevens, Mira Sorvino, okay. and Paul Rudd. Wow. As Nick Carraway. Yeah. He'd be good in that role. He'd be good as the, the young, innocent, ca- caught up in this web of intrigue. All right. Then uh, The Great Gatsby, of course, the 2013 film, you know, Leonardo DiCaprio, Tobey Maguire. Yeah. But... One more version, sir. Has come up since then? No. Oh. Uh, but this is not a film. This is a television adaptation. Ah, okay. Even though that was a made-for-TV movie, this is uh, a 1955 episode of Robert Montgomery Presents ah. did uh, The Great Gatsby. Yeah. Yes. Oh, interesting. Oh, okay. it was also been... Yeah. Uh, it has also been an opera mm. in uh, 1999. When you told me there was one more version, it was a TV version, I thought it was going to be that dog who would pop up in, in, in classics. Oh, wait a second. All yeah. right. Okay. Uh, there was also a movie in 2002 oh. called G. Oh, okay. That was, uh, that was uh, based on uh, The Great Gatsby. Uh. Uh, it is uh, the title character G, played by Richard T. Jones, okay. is a hip-hop music mogul uh. who is looking to win back the love of his life, Sky, uh, based on the character of Daisy uh, Buchanan from the original novel. Yes. Yeah. And uh, there you go. So hmm. that was like a hip-hop version of The Great Gatsby. Well, I have not seen, unlike Pride and Prejudice, I have not seen all the available versions of The Great Gatsby. But I I am a big admirer, and I know there are critics of it, but I'm a big admirer of the Baz Luhrmann version. Oh, okay. And I am no Baz Luhrmann fan, but I do like that movie. I think he really gets to the to the the feeling of, of, of the book. So uh, you didn't like uh, Romeo plus Juliet? Um, Not, not the, what I saw of it. I don't think I've seen all of it, but... Uh... Yeah. And uh, you did not care for Moulin Rouge? No, I didn't like that movie. I did like Moulin Rouge. I wasn't a big fan of uh, Romeo plus Juliet. I, mm. is, is it Romeo and Juliet? Or I, it? it seems like it's adding, asking us for some and I didn't addition. See, and I didn't see Australia because I'm scared of all the spiders and snakes. Yeah. As we've established in previous episodes sure. of this show. You know who isn't scared of spiders and snakes? Jim Stafford. Oldest reference, reference of, of the all. show. And that was the one from oldest. 1926. That's right. And that's this is, this is a it. show that's re- referring to old silent movies. <laughs> the and oldest. I'm calling that one out as an old Woo. reference. Well, you know, I was always a fan of the novelty albums. Yeah. So um, Moulin Rouge. Yeah, I just didn't think it was great. I thought it was fine. Uh, You know, I'm not a fan of uh, movies that someone coughs into a handkerchief and there's blood. (laughs) And uh, that's the end for them. Yeah, there was a hello Camille. There was a Mitchell and Webb sketch uh, that uh, I think was about a movie called "It's Just a Cough," Mm. and they have that thing where there's a couple and an older, you know, the oldie days, and a guy coughs into a a kerchief and his mouchoir, and uh, she goes, "You're right." It's like Mm -hmm. Just a cough. And then uh, you see them a couple more times. And then final scene is uh, she's walking alone. And then he just come, springs in. And it's like, he's all fine. It's like, you all right? Yeah, it's just a cough. And they just walk off. And it's like, oh, that's good. Oh, that's, that's fine. Yeah. I think I think the way you avoid whatever that disease is. Tuberculosis. And, eh, we don't need to name it. Um, <laughs> what? Why not? Because it's funnier uh, to just to leave Oh, it okay. It's funny to say, Sorry. Uh, we don't... Okay. Thoroughbreds. I think the way that you uh, avoid that disease... Yes. Don't buy a handkerchief. Oh. I think I think it's, uh, you know... Just cough into your, your corner no, of your no, sleeve? No, no, no. You won't cough because mm. you're like... 
I'd cough. I don't have a handkerchief. Oh, okay. I'm just going to keep all the blood in me. <laughs> then you keep the blood in you, and then it goes around and does blood stuff, and that you're is, all fine. That I think doesn't this is the problem. I, you're like getting all I the blood think, out. Yeah, I don't know. I don't think it works that it's way. A, this is how a vampire kills you. It takes all your blood, and mm. same deal. You got to keep your blood inside. This is <laughs> so, my this is my tip okay. for people. It's like yeah. keep the blood in inside keep, your body keep as the much blood as possible. Inside you. Yeah, yeah. That makes sense. It's good advice. I used to have nosebleeds a lot. And, oh really? Uh, I don't really. Not even taking your own advice. Well, no, I oh, have. A hypocrite. I ha- no, no, I have, and you don't see me oh, with nosebleeds nowadays. That's true, and it's because uh, I keep the blood inside now. Mm. Also, you cut your nose off. Well, just out of spite. <laughs> There's an old reference too. That's even older. Sure, that is the oldest reference on the show. The everyone, oldest oldie time Bing! reference. So, Dave, why we are doing two episodes? Why we in are one wait? Day, is this a question as an opposed in a very strange to God way? himself? Oh my goodness! That's right. I made God male because we're an old reference show. <laughs> we're even going with that, that is our oldest reference. Everyone, Bing! Um, is uh, uh, my wife is a guest at a uh, Paris uh, Comic Con? Okay, uh, in the next uh, couple is it of days. PCC. Uh, may we we and um, <laughs> may we we may we we and uh, okay. and so we can't do the show uh, next time. So our references we may can't be do old. the show next week. Next week, our so next show. so things we're talking about may be out of date by completely. By the, yeah, that's right. Yeah, unlike most shows where they're just out of date right away. These are, these yeah, have, these ones these are, are uh, these fresh. Are fresh for a week. We might be doing a lot of uh, references to the Canadian election, Bing. and then by next week they'll be like, Ugh, you know, is it is it over by then? I, isn't it? I think so. I think I Monday. Oh, it's twenty first. That's right. That's yeah. The election Monday day. is the uh, is uh, election day. Canadians who listen to the show, get out and vote. Rock the vote, as Ar- they say. Ar- yeah, I already have. Do I didn't take. I didn't take a picture by rock the, the vote, baby. Uh, polling station, which everyone else does. Oh, okay. Uh, everyone's taking a picture. I have not. Yeah. Uh, I assume it is to prove that you're not a vampire. You know. Um, and vampires can't take, have their picture taken. Uh, they cannot be reflected in mirrors. So I would assume... Okay. So digital cameras would work all right. You know what? I'm glad you're being anal about this because <laughs> uh, here's what happens usually when I tell a joke. Yes. All right. Whether on this show yeah. and or the internet. Yes. The you're internet's... actually excellent practice for the internet <laughs> because like I will make a joke yeah. and then you'll be, yeah, but isn't. And then it's like, no, why is the chicken crossing the road? I understand sure, you want to sure. know. And like, was it okay. a real chicken? Did yeah. it cross the road? Yeah. Where did this happen? Mm-hmm. Is the chicken okay? Yeah. You're concerned about the chickens. You're a chicken I am very lover. concerned about very the chicken. Good. I'm a chicken lover. Um, so I made that I made that joke. Chicken and, sandwich lover. And someone online said, mm-hmm. oh, you know why vampires can't see themselves in the mirror? Yeah. And the reason is yes. because mirrors used to be made with silver. Uh-huh. And, and so, That's true. That's why it's ba- seven years bad luck because they were so expensive. Is that right? Yeah. Okay. So uh, so because there's silver in the mirror, mm-hmm. that's why a vampire can't see the reflection because silver mm. is uh, is uh, is the, the like kryptonite of vampires. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, so there you go. But if it's not a silver based mirror, yeah. uh, a vampire could just see itself. It's fine. Quite frankly, this, those silver silver mirrors were really not effective, ref- like as reflectors. Well, they were the, not. They were not the gold standard. That's why the vampire couldn't <laughs> see itself because no one could see themselves in those old fashioned mirrors. Mm. They weren't that great. What we have now is a lot better, whatever it is. Digital, I assume. I think we just look at ourselves in a pond. You know, I mean, I guess you're right. but Thank you. I and as- that's uh, Sneaky assume- Dragon. So thanks so much for listening. If you want to get in contact with us, go to SneakyDragon.com. I, I assume that when you make a joke during our show, that it's a part of our conversation. Okay. And so me 
tagging it with a little bit of, sure. you know, extra whatever, a little, adding a little extra fat to it isn't really, I mean, I guess I could sit here and sort of admire your jokes, but it wouldn't really be a conversation then. It would just be, that is, that I'd be true. an audience. That is so. true. That is absolutely fine. And I don't mind people doing it online either. It's fine. It's uh, the only thing worse than being talked about, as Oscar Wilde said, is what happened to him uh, when people started talking about it. <laughs> And this eventual painful death from an ear infection. That's right. That is worse than being talked about. And then he was like lying in the gutter. But he was looking up at the stars. Mm. And he went like, oh, I wish I'd said this. And someone (laughs) said, you already did. Good. And then he, uh, I'm out. I'm out. Yeah. That's true. Yes. It's interesting reading the importance of, not the importance of being earnest, the uh, picture of Dorian Gray. Yeah. Because it's just like, it's like a quote-a-thon. You're reading it and you're just oh like... Oh my gosh, it's every quote. Yeah, you're like, oh, this is all his... First all the like epigrams you know. pages, yeah. <laughs> every epigram you know from him is like people... Someone read the first four pages and said, that's enough. I've got all the wit I need. I can just keep quoting these forever after. Yeah, it's the Henry... Lord Henry, whatever. It's He's, uh, Henry! Yeah. You know, like in the old radio things, he wrote that. That's right. <laughs> he's, he's essentially the corrupter of, of Dorian Gray. Henry, whatever his name is. Lord Henry, such and such. But yes, he's very witty and provides a lot of epigrams for us to, to feast on for the next next century. And, uh, you know, even though he's witty, he's also quite funny. Quite often people that are witty are not that funny. Mm, that's my problem. There we go. Well, that's just not funny. Yep. Forget the wit. Uh, one, of my, one of the things I like about Oscar Wilde is that even, even before he was like uber famous, he was famous enough that he could do a talking tour of the United States. Oh, wow. And not just... What was he known enough for? As an aesthete, as an aesthetic. He, he did a talk on aesthetics across okay, the Okay, but where would, uh, the, where would the common man have heard of him from? The newspapers? Uh, magazine? I don't or? think that he was that well-known. I think it was just, you know, uh, expert or... sort of. We wouldn't say expert. You would say uh, authority on aesthetics. Okay. Uh, Oscar Wilde is coming, you know, da, da, da. I mean, of course, it would be this densely typed out, like, poster, kind of like the equivalent of the... The one that John Lennon copied for the benefit of Mr. Kite. Okay. You know, that sort of thing where it's just like so much, you know, you're like, did people have that kind of time to sit and look at a poster? Yes, they did. They didn't have the yeah. internet. Then. It wasn't a visual culture then. It was a, it was a verbal culture. Mm-hmm. And so, and I mean, these are bored people. There's no television. There's no radio. There's, there's newspapers, but there's only, you know, so much you can get out of those. So here comes this British person. He's coming to town, right. and he wears a purple coat, and he's going to stand on stage with a palm beside him and tell you a lot of stuff about how what what makes something beautiful and how. So of course people went to see it, but he went. He just didn't do the east coat, like he just didn't do the the eastern seaboard. He went to like Colorado and did talks there, and people. How did he go over? Well, I think well because he was he was he was um what how do I say this? He was Irish. Yeah. And so he had the gift of the gab, obviously. Okay. But he was also a very expansive person. He was not a snob. Although he had, obviously he had high standards of what he thought of as beauty and things like that. He wasn't a snob to people. When he came back to Britain, people would make fun of the people he met in the West as being uncouth barbarians. And he said, people are remarkably polite when, they all, when they're all carrying guns. Mm-hmm. You know, he said that uh, keeps a high standard of, 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 of politeness. So, you know, he... He didn't not, you know, he didn't leave that place thinking, you know, as of them as low, low life scum or vermin or whatever. No, he quite liked them. So, yeah, but I think it's very interesting. It's sort of like, it's something I didn't know about him. And it's kind of, before, like I say, it's before he had written plays or written, you know, written the, the, the portrait of Dorian Gray or anything. He, you know, he was just, at that time, he was just like, probably like a newspaper critic, you know, writing By the way, about I always thought aesthetics. it was the portrait of Dorian Gray. 
Isn't that what I said, wasn't it? You said the portrait of Dorian Gray. It's the picture of Dorian Gray. Oh, it is a picture of Dorian it Gray. It is. The por- and you oh, said sorry. it correctly the first time. Okay. And but I, I always right. thought it was the okay, portrait. Okay, I get it around the second. Yeah. Yeah. I guess it kind of floats in your mind. Yes. But anyway, yeah, he's um, he wrote. My favorite one by him is the, uh, it's the one with the giant. He has a garden and the boy, the children play in it. Selfish giant. Selfish giant. Yeah. I think that's a great that's story. That's a great story. Yeah. 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 That's one I really like. I remember seeing an animated version of it when I was It's a beautiful child. animated version. Yeah. Is that right? Yeah. I mean, there's a new tube. I'll see I did, a, I'll try I to remember did a parody of it for. Oh, you ruined it. For Simpsons comics. <laughs> oh, is that right? Yeah. And the remark. The remarkable rocket. I remember you doing those. Yes, yeah. yes. But you didn't. You did Wild, them in a wild at heart. Was the title. Of you the did the movie. very affectionate way, though. It wasn't. Uh, it wasn't like dislike. I'm trying to think if I did the the portrait of, or picture of Dorian Gray as the third story. I'm trying to remember what the third mm. Oscar Wilde story was that uh, that I did. Oh. That would have been good to do. I did. I did. I did three. I know that much. And I think his plays are very good too. The importance of, very, of being earnest is actually a very funny play. Mm-hmm. It's not, and even now, like it's not. It yeah, no, it works. Yeah, it delivers. I don't know if, if Lady Windermere's fan is quite as successful, but I think the importance of being earnest is very good. Okay, I'm looking up my own Wikipedia page. Uh, yeah, it was the picture of Dorian Gray, the selfish giant, and the remarkable rocket. Okay, that, okay. Uh, that I did. Hmm. That's right. I don't know the remarkable rocket off the top of my head. I should. Remarkable rocket is a. Is a rocket that's a very braggadocious uh, firework. Okay. That uh, is just bragging about how beautiful he will look when he goes in the sun. Everyone yeah. will look at him. And, yeah, uh, yeah. And there's a little bit of a twist. And uh, huh? okay. You know, I'll when he goes off, uh, no one notices. Uh, well, I'll look through my Oscar Wilde books to see if I can find that story because I do have a few Oscar Wilde books. Believe it or not, everyone, I have read those stories and plays, and I read them as a teenager. Speaking of being precocious. Here's how clever I am in this with a remarkable rocket. Yeah. I made it crusty. Yeah. And uh, the rocket is talking to, get this, mm. Sideshow Bomb. Oh. oh boy, howdy. I nice. tell you. Oh, my gosh. You're oh, pretty, pretty pleased with yourself and you came I'm up with that. I'm pretty pleased with myself indeed. I can't believe how much I don't remember these things that I have written. <laughs> yeah. There well, we that's, are. that's why we have other people around us to remind us of the things that we do. I find that my daughters have a great memory for, for jokes that I've said. Which is so nice when they bring them back up for me. Yeah. And I'll be like, oh, that's actually a pretty good joke. Oh, I wish I could remember. I do, I do have things. that at, uh, at cons, which is really nice. People come yeah. up with a comic. And I will not remember what it is from the cover. Yeah. And then they'll quote a joke from it. And it's like, ah, hmm. <laughs> and I think it's, for me at least, it's, uh, it's improv brain. Yeah. Where when you do an improv show, you can't afterwards remember everything from it. Or yeah. you'll go crazy. Mm. So you immediately have to go, and yeah. that was it, and purge. Yeah. And you just like flush it away and it just became a a thing that i would do yeah. which made it very hard i think to do stand-up mm. because i would after a stand-up show i would flush away the thing is like oh no i have to actually remember all that oh <laughs> yeah. son of a bitch <laughs> and so it's always been difficult to do that and with with sketch comedy you know again you've got to like remember it build on it remember yeah. it build yeah. on it tighten it tighten it but improv flush and when I write something uh, almost always it'll just whoosh go away do you do you flush the show when you're done Oh, absolutely! You couldn't. I wouldn't remember a thing. Yeah. Though, I don't... though, though, if I'm listening to it again, yeah, it will all come back, mm. and I'll remember things like this is where Dave uh, paused a bit. Okay. This is where a cough came in. Okay. <laughs> like even the smallest details. Yeah, I'll yeah. Remember that. Interesting. I don't know. I don't know if I flesh it. I do. Th- what I think happens is because our minds are split between two things when we're doing the show, between our future intention in the show and then our present that we're talking in. Right. That I'm not paying as 100% attention to everything that's happening. So even to you, like I try to, of course, try to pay attention to you, but at yeah. the same time, you're also thinking to yourself, we need to get to here, or I'd like to do this, or this is a subject I'd like to bring up. Right. 
So try and like bookmark that in your brain while you're also, of course, by the time we get to it, I've forgotten the topic. Yeah, that's usually the case. It's also a weird thing just listening. If you ever do listen to, I mean, you have to listen to the show afterwards. Sometimes if, I, often I don't. I just, often I, I go through a minute at a time and just write down the topics we're talking about in that sure, minute. That's, that's probably healthy. <laughs> and I mean that really, actually, that's healthy to do. But um, it's, uh, it's weird to listen to a conversation that you have had mm. again. Yeah. Like conversations should be uh, heard while they're happening yeah but if you listen to them again like you're floating above them and listening mm, mm. as you know a spirit yeah uh it's it's weird yes. it's weird it's like oh, i'm listening to myself and there's me on oh, i can't interrupt myself and stop from saying this or tweak this or whatever it's, oh, yeah. ooh, ooh, buh. it's, it's funny I, I was uh we were talking a while ago about the intermission show and i might have mentioned this in the show and i'll but if i did i apologize but we were talking about the intermission show and so i went back to listen i went back to find out which episode it was mm-hmm. and while i was there i was like oh i might as well listen to a little bit of it and I was listening to it and I thought, oh, we're pretty, we're pretty good. <laughs> this is pretty good. Like this is pretty early on. It's like in the, I think it's like in the sixties, early seventies, around in there. It was pretty good though. We're only a couple years in, and we're. I thought it was good. Someone wrote and asked us on Twitter if we plan the show, mm-hmm. if we plan our topics, and I did respond, but I thought I'd maybe I'd just respond on the show. Sure. Which is that we don't plan our topics. We basically start the show with a clean sheet, as it were. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you plan things for the show. Not really, no. No, me neither. So, I mean, sometimes something will occur to me to talk about, but that's no guarantee that we'll actually talk about it. It's just in my mind that if we have time or if it comes up, then I'll talk about going for Thanksgiving somewhere or whatever, you know. Also, quite often, because we record this on a Thursday, my busiest day Mm. of work is Thursday. Okay. And so I'm usually coming at this from writing something else completely. Yeah. So I have to, like, up until the second that you show up, and then it's like, oh, and then after you're gone, I'm like, oh, back to it. (laughs) Because if I can get something in on Friday, uh, that's really better than getting it in. I can also probably get paid next week if I get something in on Friday. Okay. So uh, it's like my big hustle day is uh, is always Thursday. Oh. Yeah, so this is a, this is always a really packed day for mm. me, mm. and 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 so yeah, it's not begrudging the audience or being lazy about uh, coming up with something, but I also think like this is a this is a conversation. Yeah, you know, we have other shows that we do. Um, you know, uh, that involve more planning. That involve that involve a little bit of research and mm-hmm. planning, whatever. If we yeah. do like a completely Beatles or you know full marks yeah, or, or listening the, party or, or, or even what we're doing now with yeah. fan splainers yeah uh then yeah our listening party of course which i'm not part of but yeah uh we you know we 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 plan we still make it a conversational and a little yeah. bit loose yeah but yeah we'll uh you know lock things down and make the points we want to make and and find an angle hopefully and a reason to be talking about this thing and not yeah. just be like mm, <laughs> go right into it but yeah this is this is a conversation for for better or worse yeah exactly you're eavesdropping in on or participating in if you write us a letter and then we incorporate what you say yeah into the exactly or if you're just at home yelling at us yeah it's Eric Peterson. And I don't, again, I don't know why people listen to this. I'm glad you do, if you if you do, and that's fine. I think there's uh, some people have said they find it comforting just hearing friends talking. That's yeah. just like a soothing thing. Yeah. Uh, some people... A lot of people like to fall asleep to our show. Mm. Which is interesting, I think. Like, like you, the last show. <laughs> well, yes. That was accidental, but yes. No, I've done, and I, it's okay. I've, uh, you know, I probably have fallen asleep during the show myself. But what a yeah. relaxed state... Yeah, that we're sitting like, in a room. Go like, mm. Yeah, we're just talking to each other. And I mean, that's happened to me. I mean, I've, I used to um, go to my friend David Ems, who's been a guest on the show a number of times, of course. And I would stay there till like four or five in the morning. 
And I would definitely fall asleep while we were talking. We would be listening to music and I'd be laying on the couch and I would just like conk out entirely, you know. So yeah, it's fine. I mean, that's just a sign that you're relaxed and in a, in a, good, in a good place. Not, it's not an insult to you. I hope you don't take it that way, of course. Nope. You were talking to the audience at that moment. You didn't need me. <laughs> I just needed a little break. Yeah. No, that is absolutely okay. I, the, the, I don't like falling asleep uh, on a couch uh, or like on a bus or something like that. Uh, and ah, I've done them all. Yeah, why I don't like it is okay. um, I go immediately into dreams. Like ah, I'm like me too. To the point where it surprises my wife. There's times where you know we're lying in bed and uh, and then I'll like go to sleep for a minute tops. Mm-hmm. I'll come out and go like, okay, so here's what happened in that dream, <laughs> and it's just this elaborate thing where all these different things happen. Yeah. So like you were asleep a minute. Yeah, you were asleep one damn minute, which one makes me wonder what time is like in dreams. Yeah, it feels like. Yeah, yeah, you know uh, that, but I I have no period where it's like slowly going into. It's just boom immediately. I'm I'm full in. Here we go. And then when I and it's kind of jarring, almost I think probably in a sleepwalker type way, where oh now I'm in this reality. Mm. Okay, now I'm in this one. And quite often what what will happen when I'm like on a couch yeah. and I'll go to sleep, and this only happens when it's past bedtime. Yeah, uh, I'll I'll go into half a dream. And I will remember aspects of previous dreams. I'll go like, oh, yeah, I never counted all those ribbons. And that was important because I went back up. I'm like, oh, I remember the ribbons was a thing. But I don't know what the context was yeah. at all. Yeah. And and there's a lot of times when I go into that state where I will remember that I have a reoccurring dream. And I've had one for years. And I won't remember it until until that. Hmm. But I do have like reoccurring dreams that wow. I've wow. for many, many years that build on a scenario or go to a certain location. I, I so very, very rarely remember my dreams. But I think it's because I do sleep really deeply. Mm-hmm. And w- when I wake up in the morning, I wake up to my to an alarm. So I don't come out of right. the dream state and then sort of have that sort of half-waking, half-sleeping dreams. That, that's like the, where you most likely will remember your dreams is as you're coming out of sleep. I just kind of like, you know, I get shocked awake. I'll by have a cat wake me up probably. This be- jump on me beeping or... sound, yeah. yeah. And yeah, so it's... um. It's a bit different, but yeah, I think I'm sure. Once again, we probably mentioned the show, but Lisa has this theory that that she's developed that I need less sleep, which is not totally true because I do need sleep. But I need less sleep. I can operate on less sleep because I sleep really deeply right away. Okay. Like if I'm even if I'm napping on the couch, I am incoherent when I wake up. Like I'm, I have trouble like getting out of my sleep state back sure. into like I'm not like oh just a late doze or whatever. No, I'm deep deeply asleep. Do you do the? Uh, do you ever have? Uh, I know you've talked about sleep paralysis in the past. Do you do have sleep paralysis? No, no, I don't. It's just a it's just a fear of mine that it could happen to okay. me. I find the hag the hag dream is a really scary idea just because I find the the sort of. Um, you know, em- emblematic hag yeah. image of the hag to be like a scary image, and it scares me. Like, what if it's uh, like the idea of like I've talked about before, but the idea of like going around the corner, uh, driving in the dark, and my lights picking up like this old woman like standing there. You know, I just find that like a a scary thing. Like, I just would it would be unsettling. What to me. does she make you think of? Like when you when you think <clears throat> of when you the, think of the that. wicked witch, I think from Snow White. Would right. Be the, so does she does she feel like something? That wants to kill you, Does she, or, or or just her presence and existence is so off-putting. Yeah, I think that's it. I think I find the idea of like reality and that kind of exaggerated reality. Yeah. I just find it unsettling. Here's here's. It's like that scene in Mulholland Drive yes. when there's that guy behind the the restaurant. You know, he's not necessarily scary, but he's he is. 
All the setup is very scary too. This setup scary, but he's he's just this sort of like a oh, winky. He's called. He's called what? A winky. A winky. Yeah, he's like which on, I think is actually a Wizard of Oz thing. Now mm, yeah, I think you're right. It. I just find it unsettling, and I think that's the same with like the idea of like I remember as a as a teenager freaking myself out with the idea of like an actual big bad wolf being in your house. Yeah, like not a wolf, not like not an animal wolf, but like the the anthropomorphic. With the hat. Wolf with a hat and everything. It would just be offset. It would just be so unsettling, you know, because yeah. it's like part reality, part unreality. And again, I'll, I'll just repeat, I apologize for doing a play where the big bad wolf just like walked through the audience and like, uh, yeah, <laughs> I, I didn't warn but you about that. That's, and like all that's of a sudden brought fine. your worst dream to like, let me, th- let me, let me throw this at you as a scenario. Sure. What if this? Yeah. What if this goes down? What if this happens? Okay, how sure. about this? Yeah. So you go to sleep. Mm-hmm. You wake up. Yeah. And you've like got the sleep paralysis. Yeah. And you're like, oh no, oh no. And then you look down your body. Yeah. And at the end of your body, you see the hag. And the yeah. hag's there, right? Yeah. And then you look up at the hag. Yeah. And then you realize, I want to have sex with the hag. <laughs> what if you go like, this is absolutely not what I would want, <laughs> but I like, I can't deny. Yeah, yeah. I really, really want to yeah. fuck the hag. Yeah. Like, I really, really want to fuck the hag. Yeah. And she's looking at you and she's like, I know. And like you're like you don't know how this is going to play out, yeah, yeah. Because like you're a faithful fellow, sure. You're like going like I would never cheat on my wife, but no. then she says to you, she just whispers to you, "I'm a dream." Yeah, it's totally cool to fuck a dream. That's right. And you're like, oh, but you're a hag. I say I love my wife, but oh, you hag. Yeah, that's right. And she's like, okay, you know. Yeah. So how do you want to play this, bro? <laughs> and uh, and you're like, you got to make that yeah. choice of like. Hag or no hag. Sure. Apparently, I've been really influenced by The Shining, by what, Room 252 or whatever it is in the movie, you know, where the Jack yeah. goes in and there's the old woman. That I asked, okay, I saw that the other day because um, it, was, it was on TV and that yeah. scene happened. Yeah. And I thought, like, that would be an interesting scene with, like, you got Jack Nicholson and, uh, you know, and, and she turns from the sexy lady yeah. to the hag. Yeah. And then Jack Nick goes, now we're talking. <laughs> <laughs> he really is crazy. He's really on board with this. <laughs> Just like, like, all right, here we go. <laughs> Jackie-like. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I, well, it could happen, I guess. What I would like to see, too, again, because they've got the new movie coming out, which is um, Dr. Sleep, and I had to do a... I can mm. say this now, because the new issue of Mad is out, and I did a little parody of Dr. Sleep okay. in there, in there, at least the parody of the trailer. We got the little little girl. You could have read the book quickly. You could. It was a um, Stephen King novel, of course. Or I could so that's the, not a thing. Or I could read the Wikipedia page. Ah, there you go. <laughs> uh, you got the little girls, and they say to, is it Danny? Danny, it's Danny, yes. right. Danny. Come play with us, Come Danny. Come play with us, Danny. Forever and ever and but ever. That's not from, that's not in the book. That's only in. Let's go with the movie for this, though. It's only in the it's Kubrick shine. So let's go with the Kubrick version. Yeah. Because Dr. Sleep is based on the Kubrick version of the. Stephen story. King wrote. His novel based on the Stanley Kubrick version that he purportedly hated and had them remake. No, but if you see the trailer, they definitely are visiting scenes. Yeah, yeah, they do have the little girls. From the Kubrick version. I think they have the blood pouring down. That's right. And he's looking through the uh, door that it was the, hey, here's Johnny. What I'm going to say to you is this. Mm. The little girls go, like, I want to play with you forever and ever and ever. Forever and and ever. And then uh, Danny goes, okay. But Danny is so annoying. That the girls just go, enough. <laughs> enough. We, we're going to let you go. You and your stupid finger, talking finger. Yeah, like I, all he wants rum. to do is talk about all that rum. shit. And, uh, and the kids get like uh, annoyed with him. Because, you mm. know, like you say you want to play forever. Yeah. And you're a creepy ghost girl. You're sure. going to do that. Yeah. But then you don't want to be playing with Danny forever. Like, mm. good God. Enough. You wouldn't want that. But I think they're playing forever and ever. Is, is, is means death. Is that what it is? Yeah. 
So what he would just it flashes be, to them. Would if, they give him a would they give him a dress and now he's in the hall no, and it's no, just, triplets? Just his death would be them playing together forever and ever because it flashes to them dead on the floor. Yeah, I know they got killed and then they got made into these goofball ghosts that are like standing in the hall. They're not goofball. You don't think they're goofball? No, I think I think they're quite effective. Okay. I mean, I would say I saw the movie in grade eight. I'm, so, I would uh, say uh, most people would agree with you that they're creepy ghosts. Yes, yeah. absolutely. For some reason, I don't know what it was. Like, I wasn't allowed to see Alien. I was in grade eight. It wasn't How about to aliens? Alien. But aliens, I was older. I could, I could see that. Okay. But... How about Alien 3? I'm so sorry. Did you see it? Uh, you made me go see it with you for How some reason. How about Alien 4? Alien 4, I saw that one too. That made Joss Whedon cry. That made Joss Whedon cry? Yep. When he saw the alien, because he wrote it, right? Yeah, yeah. And then when he saw the alien at the end of it, yeah. he said like a, a single uh, tear went down his cheek as he went, oh. Because it looked so terrible? Yeah, it looked awful. It's been a while. I should watch the movie again. I have the I have the alien, what is it, the quadrology or whatever. It has all four films in like a box set or right. whatever. But Two it, of which are going to go out of continuity real soon. What do you mean? Because they're doing mm-hmm. another alien movie, oh. much like the Terminator movie, and the shitty ones, whoop, are out. Gone. Too bad. Blink. Too bad. Own it, man. Own it. Nope. Anyway. Admit your mistakes and correct them. That's how we fix this stuff. My dad took it in his head that he wanted to see The Shining. Ah. He hadn't read the book. I had read the book, so I I wanted to see it. Yeah, he took a shining to the idea. He took a shining to the idea. Yes, exactly. Thank you. And so he took myself and my, not my, both my brothers. I can't imagine. Because both your brothers are younger than you. Yeah. By each by a year. Okay. Might have been just, just... my dad and the two, two, my my one brother and I, or I can't remember now. But anyway, he took us okay. to see The Shining, which he was disappointed by, and I was a little disappointed too because I expected to, I was expecting as a a young lad that it would be, you know, a word for word <laughs> faithful retelling sure. of the of the book that I just read, and so it wasn't, you know, it wasn't until later that you, you watch it again, and you go, oh, okay, I see, because really the book is unfilmable, is the truth. Sure, you know, it's a Stephen King novel. They did try doing it uh, on TV, mm-hmm. and uh, no. Yeah. No, no, just the idea of Everyone like... Everyone was fine, but no. Topiary animals attacking someone. Is this... Yeah, it's CGI topiary animals. Yeah, like, it, mm. I guess it would work. It works in the book. I mean, the book has felt, like, you know, effective as a... But I was in grade eight, so my critical faculties were kind of limited. But I thought, you know, I just... It, but it was a scary film to me, like, and it was unsettling. There were lots of things in that movie that sure. aren't necessarily, like... They're not jump scare scary, there's no cat in the cupboard, you know. Where did the cat go? Open the cupboard, the cat jumps out. No, oh, it's terrifying. No, the movie's more about like unsettling. And it's interesting to watch like those videos where they talk about like the fact that the the Overlook Hotel, the set is wrong. Yeah. Like it's made and it's not be- because it's an accident. Kubrick purposely designed it to have like these weird repeating patterns that have anomalies, to have rooms that don't don't exist to move doors around. Yeah. So during the film, the store the the door to the storage locker moves from side to side in the in in the kitchen. There's a chair that keeps appearing and disappearing in the room where Jack is typing his story. So yeah, these were intentionally done things to create unsettled in your like your unconscious and you know. So that that's interesting as well. It's a very artful film, but I don't know how. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know how super scary it is, but it was scary to me as a. Well, it plays on two levels, which is one, you know, again, as someone who's like 
had some had some abuse as a kid, seeing a, uh, a potentially violent dad mm. uh, who you know was saying it's all over, everything's fine now. Ego, like, oh no, it's not. Mm. Like, you know, mm. dad's like, it's all fine. No, things are good. Yeah, and yeah. Uh, and uh, you know, the relationship with him and his son is is really creepy and realistic. And yeah, same thing with like him and you know the wife who's uh, you know Shelley Duvall who's just trying to be a pleaser and trying to make sure things are okay. Yeah, yeah. I was like, ooh, that's already, we're starting at like ground level, yeah. real life creepy, and then mm. you're adding the supernatural on top of it, a little more, a little more feeding into it. I don't know if it builds to, you know, running through the hedges, I don't know if that's super scary. Yeah, You know, yeah. when you've built through all this stuff, <laughs> you know, when you see the doors of the elevator opening and the blood coming out, mm. I'd never seen anything like that before. Yeah, it's it feels so big. Yeah. Yeah. And, and things like the, uh, you know, the uh, the the bartender, mm-hmm. you know, there, and uh, you know, whatever that thing was with the the furry, you know, in the, <laughs> it's like, what is this? What's going yeah, on? That, What's I mean, happening? Some sort of rem- remnant of the ho- the memory of the hotel, yeah. coming out and stuff like that. It's... Yeah, the idea that the hotel has seen all this stuff and mm-hmm. what have you. And Shelley Duvall does a great performance, which unfortunately I think like she was abused by Kubrick in this thing and how what he did to her. You know, through it was just like reprehensible, but she does a great performance, and like you really do feel. Is, is that right? Like, he, he, yeah, like he was. He, he was, was mean to her. He was it? very mean to her, mm. and it, yeah, by all documentaries and yeah, anyone's, yeah. you know, uh, he was he was a he was a real fucking asshole. He pulled he, he pulled a real um, uh, Hitchcock mm. on her, you know, okay. with a, a Tippy Hedren type situation. Uh, Tippy Hedren was the one for the birds who kind of got abused by uh, Hitchcock in in that film, right? Okay, yeah. yeah. Are you yeah. familiar with that? Uh, I well, I've heard things. Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. Uh, but but yeah, like she she does such a great reaction to stuff. Like I think the film wouldn't be. She did that movie Roar, so I I just my Tippi Hedren sympathies are really low. Yeah, people actually got like her hurt. own daughter got hurt twice. Melanie <sighs> Griffith got her face ripped open. Oh my lord. Okay. Well, there's a, <laughs> there's a film no one's remaking. I feel, but anyway, here's the weird thing about Doctor Sleep to me is you know it seems. It's like, okay, we're going to do Dr. Sleep, which is a sequel to the Kubrick mm-hmm. version. And it's like, okay, that would be fine if we hadn't last year had Ready Player One, which... Did you see Ready Player One? No. Oh, okay, I don't want to be spoiled. That's fine. I haven't seen okay, it. Okay, well, there's... It's a year old. Uh, it, the whole thing is like a, a nod to, you know, um, fandom. Yeah. And so uh, one of the, the lead guy... Uh, who they're looking for, who created all this for VR, yeah. um, was a huge fan of The Shining. Mm. And so they actually go into the world of The Shining to find something mm. in there and recreate uh, you know, scenes from The Shining. Okay. And it's, it's very effective, but I feel like, okay, well, that was our revisiting the Overlook Hotel. There it is. Yeah. And I don't like what they did in that movie. I thought what they did in that movie was like, ugh. And, uh, and, and Ready Player One? In Ready Player One, okay. yeah. I thought like, oh, well, you're showing this guy's a monster. He's a horrible person who did this and trapped this person in this reality. Awful. Uh, oh, my gosh, that's terrible. And they're all like, no, it's fine. He's just fine. It's like, ah, they glossed over it. But <laughs> it was a very effective, uh, you know, tribute to the to the movie. Yeah. I feel like, well, we don't need another tribute to that movie this soon. Mm. You know, it was, it, was, it was good. It was fine. It was all right. And now, uh, okay, we're done. Uh, but no, we're, we're going back. Here's all your favorite, all your favorite hits. Yeah. Here we go, all your favorite stars. And also, 
I think because I saw whatever the the Black Tower, Dark Tower, Dark Tower, yeah. And there's a lot of, a lot of little references to The Shining in there that okay. are like you just feel like them turning to the audience and going, "Huh, eh? remember The Shining? <laughs> Felt like that, right?" And I feel like in uh, there was a, also a Stephen King uh, series, TV series recently, and there was a little couple of nods to that too. And it's like, okay, enough winkety nods to the. Sh- it's great, The Shining. Yeah, we got The Shining. Fine. Well, okay, fine. Yes, fine. Okay, I mean, fine. How, I mean, there are some other great adaptations of Stephen King books. I'm thinking The Dead Zone, yep. David Cronenberg's movie, and then Shawshank Redemption. Right. But to, I can't, to a degree, and, Stand and the, By Me. And Stand know, By Me as the well. Body, yeah. yeah. The Body, which both stories are interesting, The Body and, and or Stand By Me and Shawshank Redemption, in that they're not based on his horror stories, but on... Book stories that are kind of fall outside of what you'd think of as a normal Stephen King topic, yeah. and maybe that's what makes that that book appealing to me is that it's so it's it's not related at all to to that. Uh, you know, Stephen King is a real numbers game. I tried to watch like Firestarter so- a while ago, and I just, oh yeah, and I love that book. That's one of the books I kept when I got rid of all my Stephen King books. But but that uh, movie I don't think is very very good. Yeah, Drew Barrymore, George um, C. Scott, George C. Scott. I'm trying to remember. Yeah, I'm trying to remember. Oh, Misery was also very good. Misery, that's right. Misery was very good, too. Okay, let's go through the Stephen King movies. You tell me what you think. Carrie. Oh, that's very good, yes. Holy cow, that's a good movie. Then we got The Shining. Shining's very good, yeah. Okay, here we go. I would actually give the nod to Carrie over The Shining. Okay, Creepshow. Creepshow's okay. It's a Cujo. Uh, All right. I don't like that book at all. Are we doing this alphabetically? No, we're not. Uh, Dead Zone, you've said you Yeah, that's very good. Uh, Christine, nope. (laughs) <laughs> nope why don't you like that christine yeah it's just like meh. yes yeah. it's fine it's just kind i of mean the book me. is eh. i haven't seen it but uh children of the corn i haven't seen it either i can't okay. imagine fire started great. not very good cat's eye book's great i don't know what cat's eye okay silver bullet actually i like silver bullet that's pretty good all right uh based on the novel uh cycle of the werewolf yeah uh, with uh, gary Boosie and uh others maximum overdrive Ugh. yeah that's just a goofball why has it got the Green Goblin's face on it? That's the confusing <laughs> thing. Stand by me. We've we've mentioned. Yeah, that's good. Uh, Creep Show Two. Mm, eh. I've not seen it. Oh, uh, you know what? It's actually got one of the most disturbing uh, stories in there. That's the the raft one. Holy shit! That was a creepy oh really? Story. Yeah, that's the one where they're. Uh, I haven't seen people it. People are uh, there's like a thing in the water. Yeah, it's like an oil patch or whatever. Okay, and these kids are trying to uh, get away from it, and they, and they end up on a little raft in the middle of the water, huh? and they've got to decide like how to get to shore. Yeah, where, where they'll be safe, and if they go in the water, it like just attacks them and dissolves them, and it's really freaking disturbing. Like it still creeps me out right oh, now. Wow. I didn't like it, but it was very effective, <laughs> I and like, I got to give it that. I'll have to check it out. Uh, Running Man. It's pretty good. Yeah, it's, I it's like goof, that. Goofball fun. Yeah, I never saw Pet Cemetery. Yeah, and didn't like this book at all. All right, Graveyard Shift. Uh, not good. Misery. That's, very good. That's good. Very good yeah. movie. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Breaking the leg. What's a, it, what's a more disturbing scene that you've seen in a movie than that? Holy cow! What the thing that makes all these movies good is that they improve on Stephen King's stories. Yeah, that's the second Rob Reiner uh, one too. Like, mm. you, you wouldn't think Rob Reiner is a Stephen King director but yeah. he's a pretty good Stephen King director uh, he's, a, he's a good adapter of stories yeah too, James Kahn does a really good job mm-hmm. in a role that's tough because he's basically bedridden through yeah. almost all of yeah. it and Kathy Bates is you just 100% yeah. buy her as yeah. that character yeah. yeah 
You dirty bird. Yeah. Until the very end where she swears for the very first time. And that was before she gets killed. Hmm. Uh, lawnmower Man doesn't count because it's, it's not nothing to do with nothing. <laughs> nothing to the story. Yeah. yeah. It's a virtual reality versus the one where the lawnmower man is like, he's like a pagan god who uh, comes to help you with your lawn. And just eats it. Yeah. He eats your lawn. Yeah. yeah. Uh, the Dark Half. Don't I, I don't know that one. George A. Romero directed it. It's got Timothy Hutton in it, I believe. I don't think it was that great. Okay, Needful Things. I haven't seen that one. It's all right. I think. Oh, I think it was shot here. Feels like it. <laughs> uh, it's it's okay. It's you know it's okay. all, it's all right. It's it's got some clever to it. Sure. But it's you know. Uh, Shawshank Redemption. Shawshank Redemption. Yeah, it's very good. Okay. Uh, the Mangler. No comment. Never never saw the Mangler. <laughs> uh, Dolores Claiborne. I've not seen it. By the way. How many fucking movies are in this list? This is ridiculous. You know, I'm they, up to the mid nineties, Jack. Missed, they miss Salem's Lot, though. Oh, was that not uh, TV? Oh, is it is it TV one? Yeah, I think okay. that was TV. It was directed by Toby Hooper. Oh well, this is Toby Hooper as well, the Mangler. Yeah. Oh, is that right? Uh, Dolores Claiborne. Mm, no. Never saw it. No. Uh, Thinner. I remember, but I didn't. I remember seeing a little bit of it, but I never saw. Here's it. my problem with Thinner. Okay. My big problem with Thinner. Yeah. Was. Um, you know, uh, some people uh, killed a gypsy lady, yeah, yeah. and the father uh, cursed them. And so he cursed this one guy to get thinner and thinner and thinner. Yeah. But he also cursed another guy mm. to turn into a lizard. Okay. And then halfway through, you know, this guy's journey of getting thinner, lizard guy shows up at his door <laughs> and like, you got to help me. I'm turning into a lizard. And then they kill lizard guy like real fast. I'm like, so we're watching thinner when we could be watching lizard. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> Fuck you that you're showing me a guy losing weight. When well, there's a guy turning into a lizard down the street and we're not following that story. Knock it off. Uh, the night flyer. Don't know it. Don't know it. Uh, apt pupil. Disturbing. Uh, you know, Nazi uh, teaching a oh, kid. Okay. Uh, there's a cat. Uh, gets that's a very hurt. controversial film though, isn't I it? I don't care for that. Brian Singer's the director. Yeah. There you go. Uh, Green Mile. I've not seen Green Mile. It's, Sorry, it's, it's fine. It's what, it's what it is. Hearts in Atlantis. Boy, yeah, we're getting into a patch here where I just could care less. Okay. Dreamcatcher. Big piece of shit. Yeah, I tried to read the book. It's not very good. Uh, Secret Window. Is that the mm, that John, Johnny, Depp. John, Johnny Depp one? That was okay. Yeah? Yeah, I didn't yeah. mind that. It was an, Like when I saw it, it was like... Oh, it's another tortured writer who's really dealing with a lot of stuff. <laughs> walks through I don't mind a, that. Walks through a painting to hell. Okay, fine. Uh, riding the Bullet. Didn't see it. No. 1408. Did not see it. Is that the one with uh, John Cusack? I thought it was Jim Carrey. Jim Carrey? I think it was John Cusack. Okay. Uh, Maybe it's getting mixed up. Yeah. Uh, the Mist. <sighs> We've talked about the ending that's of that film. Very good. That's a seven-eighth of a very good film. No smoking. Don't know that. I was, oh, okay. That must be Smoking Incorporated or whatever. Quitters that's, Incorporated. Oh, Quitters Incorporated. Okay, yeah, yeah. That's good. That's in. Um, that's in uh, that book. My gosh, he did a lot. Night Dolan's Church. Cadillac. Don't know it. Don't know it. Uh, the remake of Carrie. Didn't see it. Haven't seen it. What's the point? Uh, a good marriage. Don't know it. Now we're getting to the part where I'm not seeing a lot of films. It feels like <laughs> Mercy. Mercy. Mercy me. Nope. Don't know it. Sell. Jeez. Yeah. Uh, the Dark Tower. That was all over the place. I didn't watch uh, it. Settle down, movie. Just settle <laughs> down, and just like uh, focus, focus, focus. I like everyone in it. Focus. Get, let's get it together and let's do a movie. It just felt. I it wish never they'd done a together. better job of it because I'm interested in that series just because I like the meta element of it. That in, later on they meet the author of the of the stories they're 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 in. in. 
which I think is kind of yeah, cool. Yeah, they seem like, look, look uh, from what I've read about it, there's yeah. so many interesting things to mm. that. And like, oh, well, this is great. I'll finally understand what this is all about. <sighs> yeah. Just like everyone just doing big, corny, corn, corn, corn. Yeah. Uh, it. I, I didn't see the. Uh, I didn't see. I liked. The, I liked the. Uh, I saw the TV version, but I didn't see that. I liked the the uh, the movie version. Okay, Gerald's game. Gerald's game. Don't know. Okay, 1922. Once again, don't know. This was on uh, Netflix. Yeah, they, both of them, I think. Were. Uh, Pet Cemetery, the remake. Uh, just, I just didn't. I didn't like the the original book so much that I just have no interest okay. in seeing the films. It Chapter Two. I've not seen it yet. I will see it. All right. Uh, In the Tall Grass. Is that out? It's uh, on Netflix, oh. apparently. Oh. Yeah, based on the bell of the same name. And that's that's where we're going. Now, now what's coming up is Doctor Sleep, <laughs> yeah. Salem's Lot, The Long Walk, and uh, From a Buick 8. Ah, Bob Dylan song. Now, we're talking television, Dave. Okay. Okay. Uh, how's everyone? Are you all still awake? <laughs> <laughs> we're really enjoying this. I hope you are. Yeah, I hope you are. All right. Uh, television. Salem's Lot. Yeah, that's very good. That's a good. That's a good one. 1979. Okay. Uh, then we got 1990. It half a good thing with the stuff of the kids. Yeah. Aces stuff yeah. with the adults. Even though I like all like the adult actors. Yeah. Bleh. It's just such a, well, a, a snooze. I mean, yeah, the book has the same problem. And then we have uh, John Boy's uh, hair. At no least, film can recover but they from that. Took away the sewer orgy in both, so well, that's good. That's. <laughs> Once again, the best the best thing you can do in a Stephen King adaptation is take out Stephen King. Well, what they say is the best laid plans of mice and men. Uh, uh, oh no, cocaine! <laughs> and then you take the cocaine away. And it's not right. just that he has a, a certain aesthetic where he'll kind of like go too far, but not in a way that's that's like clever or that feels like it's paying off in some way. It just feels like... Yeah, I'd be curious... Whatever. If, I would be curious what job his writer... I'm uh, sorry, editor does. Mm. If he goes like, Hey, Stephen. Eh, and then he goes much. like, I'm the most successful writer, blah, blah, blah. Eh, it's a good point, Stephen, but maybe we don't have the sewer orgy with the, little, with the kids. Yeah, I know what I'm doing. Okay, Stephen, <laughs> that's fine. Um, so sometimes they come back. Do they? I don't know. Don't know Didn't see it, eh? Nope. On CBS. The Tommy Knockers. Did you see that? No, that's oh sorry. Tommy Knockers is the one I tried to read after I read it. I thought, well, that was super disappointing. But then there was another book. Someone left some books at least as mom and dad's two Stephen King books, and I was bored and I was doing graveyard shifts at the time. So I thought, well, I'll read it, and that was like took a while to read and got to the disappointing conclusion. I went, well, I guess I'll read the Tommy Knockers now because that's here. But I could not get like past twenty if pages. I, of it. If I did not dislike horror generally, yeah. yeah. This is what a podcast should be, basically, is going through every one of these damn Stephen King things. Because <laughs> you've got a good couple of years worth of uh, sure stuff do. right here. I don't think I it's mean, good, just the but... TV nonsense alone. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so uh, The Stand, 1994. Well, I, I didn't know they made that into a... Into a I was just thinking to myself, The Stand would... Why, that, why isn't it like a Netflix or, or Amazon Prime thing? Sir, they did. Republic I really liked did. that book as a, as, a, as a grade eight boy when I read that. That's... I mean, I think it was in like a year I read, I read Carrie, The Shining, The Stand, Salem's Lot, and Night Shift, all in like one, one year. Also, Lord of the Rings, the same year. I was just on a real reading bend, I guess. Okay. Uh, uh, so where did we start? Oh, yeah, The Stand. Stand. Uh, Langoliers. I did see Langoliers. Okay. It had some effective effects. The idea behind it's interesting. Okay. Uh, but it just, I don't think it really delivered, mm. you know, past the initial... Uh, first concept third okay yeah first third yeah. versus like 
oh, you uh, fell asleep uh, while everyone kind of, or like everyone fell asleep, you didn't fall asleep, somehow you got out of tune. So, you, so you're watching reality get eaten by these creatures. Okay. And it's like, oh, that's kind of interesting. <laughs> um, the Shining, the uh, the television remake. I have not seen that. Everyone did a fine acting job, but like, what are you going to do? You haven't got the budget. You haven't got the look. You haven't yeah. got the style. You do have CGI hedge animals <laughs> and you have the clunky stephen king story and you and you finally you make stephen king go see this is what uh, i wanted and I'm like good i'm glad you got that stephen king i'm well, glad you're happy the thing i kind Does of the snow represent cocaine just let us know <laughs> there's no snow in that one though. there's no maze in the in the stephen oh, king version right. it's not but it's still winter right because he's looking after yeah i guess you're winter. right uh the the um thing that's kind of funny with Dr. Sleep is that I like the idea that Stephen King wrote a, a, a follow-up to his book, The Shining. And now someone's taken Dr. Sleep and turned it into a Stanley Kubrick version of The Shining. He's probably so mad about that. I hated that version of The Shining. Why are they taking images from that and incorporating them into my script? But anyway, what else? No, I'm just, I'm reading a little bit ahead because I'm like, oh, this is... But okay, we're going to get to it. Uh, trucks. Did you see Trucks? No, isn't it just the same thing as Maximum Overdrive? Uh-huh. That's what it's it, based on the story of the same name. That's the story. That's Maximum Overdrive's trucks. Oh well, there you go. Then machines come to life. And someone went, "Hey, you know what? People didn't like Maximum Overdrive. Here it is again. Let's do that. Let's try that one again. Quicksilver Highway. Mm, no, don't know. Based on the short story Chattery Teeth. Yeah, don't know that one. Okay, here's here's the one I was looking up because I was like, "What's this? Mm. Whoa, W O H. Okay, Whoa is the Hindi version of it. Oh, they did a version of of, okay. of it in Hindi. Huh." That sounds interesting. I would like well, to see the trailer for You know that. what? They do do the sur orgy, but it's a dance. It's <laughs> no a one dance can sequence. even kiss. A big dance sequence. Uh, so the, uh, okay. So we're, we're coming up now to, geez, oh, many. Um, <laughs> Carrie, based on the novel. By okay, man, on man. NBC, they, they did Carrie. All right. Good luck with that. Yeah. I didn't see it. Did you see that? No. Okay. The Why? De- the Dead Zone TV series. Mm. Better than you expect. Better than you expect. Better yeah. than you expect. Yeah. Uh, you know, Anthony Michael Hall, good for you. Good for you. Mm-hmm. Robert Downey Jr. did better, but you were also fine. Good for you. You're fine. <laughs> He's referencing people who were on that, that season of Saturday Night Live. There you are. Also, they were friends and they kind of came up. Oh, is that right? Yeah. During the same kind of yeah, John Hughes. The Brat Pack Brat sort Pack of thing. thing. Yeah. Salem's Lot, uh, 2004. Mm, don't know. Desperation. Kate. Nightmares and Dreamscapes. Sounds terrible. Uh, uh, based on the short stories in the collections Nightmare and, Nightmares and Dreamscapes, Everything's Eventual, and Night Shift. That was on TNT. Hmm. Children of the Corn. Corny. Did not see. Haven. Kate. Bag of Bones. Kate. Uh, this one, I, I know a guy who was kind of the head producer on it, Under the Dome. Okay. So I can't say much about this one. Did you see Under the Did Dome? Did not see it. There was a dome. Yeah. Did you like the Simpsons uh, movie where they were under a dome? It was like that. Yeah, I enjoyed More that. More dome. I enjoyed that. I think Under the Dome had Hank from Breaking Bad. It sure did. Dean Norris. It sure did. There was a um, a video that connected the two of them together in a very funny way. Simpsons and Under the Dome? No. Uh, Breaking, Breaking Bad. Bad. Oh, under okay. The dome cool. And connected his characters together. Sure, because one he's dead, the other one he's not. Yeah. Big okay. Driver. Big Driver. That's the third version of Trucks. Probably is. No, it's based on the develop of the same name. 112263. 112263. Which is also a novel. Uh, <laughs> the Mist, the TV the TV uh, version of The I Mist. I did not watch that. Eh, you know, it was fine. Mr. Mercedes. Okay. 
uh, based on the novels Mr. Mercedes, Finders, Keepers, and End of Watch. Uh, huh. Castle Rock, this is the one that combined the all, the, all that, the different yeah. uh, thingamaboobity-bobs. Sure. Try to universe it. And uh, as of now, coming up shortly, Creepshow. Huh. Uh, oh, that's right. It's going to be on uh, Amazon Prime, I think? Shudder. Net- oh, Shudder, that's right. Shudder's going to have it. Which you have, right? I don't have Shudder. I don't have time right now to enjoy it, so there's no point in paying for very good channels that i can't watch and coming up uh the outsider L- L- lizy's story and the stand ah the stand well yeah i i just i just doubt that someone could do the stand partly because if you think of the stand like if you think of the story of the stand it's kind of dumb but not just that it's also that it's not it's 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 epic feeling but when i think about the locations of the story it's not epic it doesn't it's not epic like like part of the story takes place in Las Vegas, like a, mm. a like a like an abandoned Las Vegas. Okay, but that's not like like a epic location for something like a battle of good and evil in Las Vegas. Like it works in the book, but like, I think in a reality, if you're watching it, it'd be kind of like Meh. I'm gonna burn through these real fast. These are sequels. Sequels that are not a- adaptations of the Stephen King okay. work themselves. Okay, but they are sequels. Sure, it sounded like I was going through puberty there for a second. Again, um, 1987, Return to Salem's Lot. Huh. 1992, Pet Cemetery 2 and Children of Corn 2, The Final Sacrifice. Finally. By the way, you think it's final? Bullshit. <laughs> 1995, Children of the Corn 3. Oh. Urban those, Harvest. Those liars. All, uh, 1996, Lawnmower Man 2, Beyond Cyberspace. Holy wow. moly, I saw that in the theater. Beyond that, Cyberspace? Yeah, that did not have very good effects. <laughs> um, or did I? Did I see it in the theater? I think I did. Yeah, I think I saw it in the theater. Uh, sometimes they come back. Again. Oh. <laughs> you know what? Surprise. You can just put again yeah, you afterwards. Could. It's like yeah. shining. Again. again. That's right. It's just fine. You can do it with anything, anything you want. <laughs> Maximum overdrive. Again. Uh, it's called Chokes. By the way, mm. that whole final sacrifice thing, double fuck it. Yeah. Uh, Children of the Corn 4, Outrageous. The Gathering. Oh, my God. Let me let me top it. Mm. Children of Corn 5. The Milking. Fields of Terror. Oh, Fields of terror. <laughs> Fields of terror. Guys, gather around the table. What are we going with? Fields of terror. Yeah, I'm tired. Let's call it. Good enough. We good? We good? We're all good? We're all good. Okay, fields of terror. Okay. They did another... Sometimes they come back. Okay. Now, you know that sometimes they come back... Again. By the way, ellipses. oh Three dots. Three dots. Then again. So... Yeah. We're doing it. We're okay. So this one is called Sometimes They Come Back, Ellipses. Yeah. What's the what's the what's the extra bit on the end? Ellipses. Sometimes they come back. And it's the same people that named Sometimes They Come Back Again. Let's go. They're in that mindset. This yeah, is yeah. the creative level that they're at. So sometimes they come back, back etc. For more. Ah. Oh, so um, close. So close. For more? I was close. I know, but I'm just going e? No, I'm and saying F. I'm not saying this to you. I'm saying this to the namers. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The rage carry two uh. and okay well what what do you think there's going to be another one of right now like going with the pattern of uh you know what, what what's what's the most popular franchise we've had so far what's the most popular franchise we've had so far of, that i keep naming over and over again <laughs> children of the corn yes sir okay now this is the sixth one <laughs> the sixth one but wait a second that's not scary <laughs> no if if i was to say like dave it's the sixth one yeah can you think of some way of making that scarier sure Children of the Corn. Colon. No, we're going to have to go with the with the number. Is there a scarier oh. number? Children of the Corn. Children six. of the Corn. 666. Six, six. Yes, sir. 666. Um, <laughs> six, six, six. 
<laughs> Isaac's return. <laughs> now, right. Dave. Yeah. That was in 1999. Okay. 2001 comes around. Sure. We're all dealing with 9/11. Yeah. We're all dealing with this. Yeah. We need. We need to. We need something to take our mind off mind of this. Off yeah. Yeah. Children of the corn. Oh. We look. Look. Lucky seven. No, no, we can't. We're not getting into numbers anymore. Okay. Uh, after 9-11, we don't want numbers anymore. People are tired of numbers. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So it's just going to be, we're, we're taking away, we're taking that away. We're just going children of the yeah. corn colon yeah. revelation. Ah, oh, it should have been children of the corn Isaac's colon. <laughs> it should have been children of the corn. When did I have corn? <laughs> the old Carol Chan bit. Um... 2002 comes around. Yes. America's got a heel. It's time for the Mangler, yeah. too. Yeah, <laughs> the Mangler, too. Was that also Toby Hooper? 2000, uh, nope, Michael Hamilton Wright. Wow. Look, I'm not throwing stones. As we have revealed, I yeah. have written the fourth Casper directed <laughs> video movie, yes, so yeah. I'm not... You're not one to throw... Dude, yeah. I got nothing to say. 2005. Yeah. You know what? I like the last Mangler film. Mm-hmm. I think there were some unanswered questions. Okay. <laughs> for Mangler 3? Look... What have I said about numbers? Yeah, okay, no, no more. The Mangler, yeah. colon. No, not even a colon. We're oh. just going to go straight in. The oh. Mangler, and again, we've got to say, but it's a fresh take on the Mangler. Oh, okay. So it's the Mangler, what would you say? The Mangler and the Lady. Oh, that sounds pretty good. Mangler Reborn. Ah. Okay. Uh, way, way off the mark. Then we're going Creep Show 3. There's no... Uh, sure, we can keep know, on going with that. Should have been Creep Show again, as far as I know. <laughs> for, creep Show for more. Now, Dave. Yeah. It's been a long time since uh, we've had a children of the corn. Sure has been, but it's 2011, brother. We need. We've got a people. People are demanding what they're yeah. demanding. Yeah, uh, and we're going to need a fresh take on this. Oh, okay. One. Now, okay. Dave. Yeah, we need a fresh take on. Sure. This. Yeah. I, now you know that the last film. Yeah. Was Children of the Corn. Yeah. Colon. Yeah. Revelation. Sure. Now, Dave. This I, one's going to be. I can't stress enough. Yeah. We need a fresh new take. You ready for this? Yeah. Children of the Corn. Scythes and whispers. I was going to go size matters. <laughs> but it's the same. Okay. The same okay. person named Chip. I thought it would be like a European art film. I love it. I love what you're going with. Okay. I wish it was that. <laughs> Black and white. I wish it was that. Okay. But you, Dave. Yeah. So Revelation was the last you one. You are a good church going man. Sure. So. This one's going to be. Ah. Uh, okay. Apocalypse. Well, no. You're a good church going man. Oh, okay. I'm a good church going so man. So you know that they just named a book. Named it after the Book of Revelation. Yeah. I need a fresh take on this one. Yeah, sure. Fresh take. Yeah. What are we going to call it? Children of the Corn? So it's not, not, not a, so New Testament. Genesis. <laughs> oh, fuck. Because as we know, <laughs> what comes after the Book of Revelation, Dave? Yeah, is, is Genesis. Genesis. Yeah, that's right. If you drop the book and pick it up again, you're on the wrong <laughs> That's page. right. Yeah. Absolutely. Okay. Okay. So that was 2011. Wow. And there's been a there's a real dry spell for about 7 years. <laughs> okay. 7 years and uh I you know what I you know who I blame for this? Obama. Oh, I, I think gonna... I think Obama distracted everyone <laughs> with his slick ways and tan suits. Yeah, sure, sure. And uh and finally we get to 2018. Mm. And America's going Trump's in the White House. Trump's in the White House. Uh climate change is uh scary. We got gun violence in the yeah. streets. Yeah. People need a little fucking relief. Time for... Time for... Children of the Can. Yes, Children, children of, of the Corn. The, you're absolutely right. Children so, of the Canned Corn. No. No. Oh. Children of the Corn. Yeah. And we're off the Bible thing now. Off the Bible thing? Oh, shoot. Children of the Corn. Uh, children of the Corn. Revenge. First letter is correct. Oh. Children of the... Reborn. First letter is still correct. Uh, children of the Corn. Rampage. <laughs> First letter is still correct. 
<laughs> Children of the Corn retrovirus. First letter is still correct. Damn it. So you've gone through A okay. and E. Yeah, it's and we need to, So we need a second letter, and the second letter is a vowel, sir. So what we say the second, what would be the vowel that you have not Children used? of the Corn. It's not an I either, or it's not an O. <laughs> it's going to be U. Yes, right. So it's R-U. So I'll give you the first two letters. Children of the Corn uh, with R-U, what, is, uh, what, what would it be? Children of the Corn, rubbish. Rubbish, I mean, rubbish, rubbish. No. Children yeah. of the Corn, runaways. Yes, runaway. Yeah, okay. absolutely correct. <laughs> That's absolutely correct. Well done. Oh, well done, gosh. sir. So is this like it's a cult and this person has escaped from the Children of the Corn? Would you like to know what Children of the Corn runaway is about? Because Shh. I sure will. <laughs> okay. Wait, why did I click on it and Hellraiser Judgment came up? Well, they're the same movie. Now you know. What? So check this out, Dave. Look what I'm doing. I'm going. I'm on Wikipedia, right? Yeah, sure. I'm. I'm putting. I'm putting the browser. Yeah. Little thing over. Yeah. Children of the Corn Runaway. Okay. Look what comes up. Hellraiser. Weird. Yeah. Same movie. It is the. It is the same movie, I suppose. Yeah. What the heck? That's the day that Clive Barker turned into Stephen King. They do not have. Okay. Now I am. Now I am kind of curious. I feel like this is all haunted right now. <laughs> film career. It's a bad hyperlink. Okay. Yeah. Very good. I'm looking for the film career of the of the director of this, thinking that. Well, there we go. Now it's going to. Uh, now it's there. We go. Children of the Corn Runaway. I click on that. Hellraiser Judgment shows up. Really? Yeah. And, for, and by the way, yeah. What the fuck is Hellraiser Judgment? I, I thought I knew all the <laughs> Hellraiser movies, but now this make 'em up uh, movie here is uh, is there. Wow, that's 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 so strange. Anyway, it's a it's a yeah. Children of the Corn. Well, okay. Well, wait. I'm gonna go back one. So I'm gonna try to see what Children of the Corn. The previous movie was, and, and if it comes up as a Hellraiser movie, yeah, then we got to shut this down and get out of here because this whole house is haunted. <laughs> I'm creeped out right now. Okay, Children of the Corn okay. Genesis. Yeah. Okay, is a 2011 horror film. Okay, what are, we, what are we doing here? That's right. It just says that it's the ninth installment of the Children of the Corn series, released directly to DVD. Uh, All right. So is there is there a link to the next the next movie? Okay. Uh well it it, it ends. Is this gonna be? Is this gonna be? Uh... It ends with a creepy child uh, singing to a doll that the doll then gets dropped and uh, and it, that causes a cop's a cop's corpse to fall from the sky onto the ground. <laughs> what? <Yeah. laughs> okay, have, so we know that much. They have some sort of sky storage. You know them? what? Here's yeah. here's what I think, Dave. Mm-hmm. Children of the Corn Runaway. Yeah, because it's too scary. Yeah. To even have a Wikipedia page. <laughs> okay. Uh, I think we need to write it right now. So, Children of the Corn Runaway. Yeah. So, do you know Well, what I think I started off. I think I think that the Children of the Corn yeah. are like a cult. I like, would agree by, with that. By this point. Because like, we kind of established the idea that... What like, were they originally? Well, originally they were like... The original story, it's sure. like these people come to this town. Yeah. And then there's these cute kids. But it turns out these kids are like worship, pagan worshippers and they kill the, they kill the adults. And, now, are the kids immortal? No, no, they're just humans. Okay, because but they're like they're they they've gone bad. Like so so mm-hmm. by this point, yeah. these children must be adults, right? Like they're they, more than adults by this point. More than adults. Yeah, yeah, they're 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 dead. They're there's dead. Like, there's new kids. There's new children on the corn. There's new kids on the stock. We already had them. Didn't we already have them oh, reborn or Genesis Dave, or whatever? You, they had Genesis, right? Dave, you can't run over that great joke. Oh, I'm sorry. Saying, they are the new kids on the stock. <laughs> Sorry, I missed that. That's okay. I was so somebody's trying to think of what that's that's okay. Reborn. This is Genesis. what's going to get us the awards: the new kids on the stock joke. <laughs> Thanks. Okay. Okay. You know, so like like the corn, Dave. Yeah. I just ask you, lend me an ear. Mm-hmm. Okay.
Okay. Go ahead. So, so my what I'm thinking is that they're like a cult. Okay, this is a fresh batch of these. It's a fresh things. batch of these. So, but one of them, yeah, is not is not buying this whole this oh, whole thing. There's a rebel. Yeah. So okay. she leaves. It's a lady. Yeah, she runs away. Like a little girl. I would say more like a teenager. Teenager. Okay. Yeah. yeah. And but what she doesn't know is that what she's escaping from is real. Right, mm-hmm. like the god they worship is real. Okay, is that the case in the original story? I don't know. Doesn't matter. Do the kids have powers? No, no. no okay, no. very good. But this god has powers. But by the way, if you appreciate the god, okay, but like in the original you story, you're looking stuff. at me like I don't know if the kids have powers. It's I don't not remember. unusual. I don't it's remember the Stephen King story. We've had a shining kid. We've had the Firestarter kid. Kids have powers sure, in the sure. Stephen King world. Yeah, yeah. No, no. All right, go ahead, please. Continue. I just, I'm trying to think. I'm trying to remember. To be frank, I mean, like this is. Children of the Corn is in Night Shift in the short story collection that I thought Very was a good. novel when I read it in grade eight. Um, and I'm sure when he wrote it, he went, you know what? I'm going to get nine movies out of this. <laughs> That's right. Just threw his pen this in the air This is going to have done. more movies than anything else I write. This is going to... <laughs> Go farther than anything else I write. It's a and great... N- and that's not counting yeah. things like probably The Dark Tower that will make probably an oblique reference to this thing, yeah. I'm assuming. But you know what? It's a great title, Children of the Corn. Sure is. Like, it's it's almost as good as Salem's Lot. No, that's not a great title. Um, so she escapes. So then she, like... They're, but the cult starts to pursue her, right? They're not going to let her go. What's the world like? Has the world been affected by the cult? or is it No, just- no. I think it's just a... a, a it's like a little thing. Like I was going to say an oasis. So you're only in trouble if you're in this kind of city or town. And no, then... no, 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 no. Oh, if you're only in trouble if you go there. That's right. That's right. But she's bringing it with her where the she's going. The god just has dominance over this. Uh... Yeah, okay, that's so right. The, can the god travel? Yes. The god can travel? Yeah, yeah. All right. But it's just been like localized because these kids worship it. So it's perfectly okay. happy to so be there. So why hasn't the god left before? Because these kids are feeding it. And, oh, and... so it's getting an effect. Yeah. So it just it wants to get this this one back. Yeah. Is she special in any way? She's special in that she's a child. One of its one of its children. That's right, and so we'll not let that one escape. Yeah. Has to go. Okay, yeah. gotcha. Because family is so important. Family it's, like, it's like those driving movies. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. Or whatever they're called. The 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 Fast and the uh, Corn. <laughs> fast and the the Furious. Fast yeah. Corn at Ridgemont High. Couldn't couldn't I have walked over that joke? Yeah. Anyway, new kids on the stock. So. So, so I'm just um, gonna pat myself on the back for a while over here. Sure, sure. So now I don't know which way we can go here. We can go like we can go like kind of like an assault on precinct thirteen kind well, of first style. First of all, she's got to meet somebody because she's yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. So, but I'm just trying to think of like we need like to have them have to like hole up. Yeah. Try to like, but it has to be like a bunch of people. Where are they holding up? Are they at like a mall or well, some I, such? It seems a little too. No, no. That's it'd probably be better if it's a hospital. Like if Ooh, if a she's hospital. if she's like injured or whatever and that she she comes upon this say she's hitchhiking and this couple sure. pick her up yeah and she's you know sick or whatever because maybe she's you know like just suffering from the effects of leaving this cult you know and yeah. so it's and they're like well we should take you to the hospital now is this couple gonna feature prominently in this story or is i this think so one? all right then what, let me throw this at you uh they've lost a, the, a daughter they've sure lost a daughter sure they take her to the hospital it's a rough hospital for them to be too because it's where they lost their daughter was at this hospital mm. but they know it well yeah so the people at the hospital know this couple as well yeah, very yeah. very well from this yeah and so you know they're uh motivated to save her they couldn't save their own daughter maybe they can mm-hmm. save her mm-hmm. okay let's keep going so so that's going to become like our standoff place like this is where they're going to have to like Resist the God. Let me ask and you the this. children. Is the hospital named after a saint or is it in any way religious? So we're going to have like old old faith versus new faith. 
Like they're not necessarily religious in the hospital, but it's named after like a, a saint or like a Saint Jude. Yeah, or something. you could do that. Sure, Saint Jude. Okay. Or, Just because at some point I think there will be there should be like a scene where someone's confronted in a chapel, mm. and so you do get like you know the old god and the new god. Okay. Symbolism. Sure. Symbolism. Sure. sure. And like the new the old god sees you know the crucifix or whatever symbol and is like oh, I hate that. Took all, <laughs> took all my took all my my stuff. Don't don't care for that. Oh, that does a lot of that. All right, so he goes to the gift shop and goes, "What is this? <laughs> this is so expensive. So expensive. Why are they doing this to people? And yeah. you got to pay for parking at a hospital? <laughs> what are you thinking? That's not where you make a buck, you sons of bitches. What are you going to tow a car? Someone brings a he, kid in. He is old fashioned. This guy. Oh, I feel this is so. But the I, like in the but the god doesn't act himself. He has he has to act through his children. Okay. So it's the children who are coming. Sure. So, so yeah. So I don't know what we can do then. Well, I'm the children seem mind. innocent enough. Yeah, that's right. They're so like little blonde-haired seem... kids. I would say if you want to make Blue-eyed. it really, really creepy at one point, um, you have one of the kids just uh, you know looks at the other kid and the kid goes, gives a nod and just grabs like a rock and breaks their own arm and then goes in with the broken arm. So now they have to be led into the hospital. Okay. So now they're taken up like near to where mm. this, this girl is. And they and of course because it's it's a hospital they got all those curtains yeah. that are pulled back so you, so she doesn't know yeah. that you know this one's over here is 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 getting getting thing that's how they get deeply into it yeah okay so now I'm starting to wonder if maybe the hospital isn't like the greatest place to like have a whole movie set there okay so they here's should probably what I'm they say. should probably laser have like a tag center <laughs> kids love laser tag center of course kids the children love the laser tag center and yeah. I think by the way the rest of the movie writes itself once you've already said once you've done that you're saying those words children of the corn colon laser tag we've already made it yeah can you see the light no you can <laughs> so okay so, so now I, you're against the hospital no no I'm, I'm for the hospital but I think this is like a, a like one place to gotcha. have like a okay. set piece like your big giant like Assault on Precinct 13. I keep bringing that movie up. That's one of my favorite films. Or a film I like a lot. Not one of my favorites. But it's a good movie. But this is like have a place where like they have like a standoff against these kids. Yeah. But then the hospital staff, you know, get killed. Right. Despite, you know, it's unfair because they were just trying to help out. But unfortunately, horror movies are never fair. And then so this couple are able to escape with this girl and go somewhere else. Right. I'd say they let the, they let the kids in the hospital uh, live because they feel that... Uh, they could be worshippers of the god in mm. the future. Like, there's value to that. But the older folks, eh, fuck them. Kill them. Kill them. Kill them. So you're not killing a bunch of kids in the hospital because the, the audience doesn't no. want to see that. No, that'd be so good, though, if they did get these kids. So instead of, like, during the standoff, like, they think they're going to face off against the children of the corn kids. But it's not just them. It's all these other kids that have, like, broken arms yeah. and, and, like, leukemia and stuff like that yeah. who are coming down the hallway as well. It's not just... Does the god uh, offer to heal them or is no, it no, just no. them still... Uh, no, no, they're just... They're all... They're all uh, okay. They're all possible sacrifices, you know. Okay. He lives on blood, so that's fine. All right. Um, so, I don't know. Where can they go then? They, go, they get to the hospital. Mm-hmm. They're driving in their car. <laughs> the, kid, the kids are... I guess... What would the kids do? I guess take an ambulance. Okay. To chase after them. Sure. So there's a bunch of them in the ambulance. <laughs> this is starting to get kind of corny sounding, actually. Uh, I don't know. I feel like I've written myself into a corner. Okay. Where do you think we can go? Or do you think we should back up and try something different? No, no, no. I think what you do is you do the um, the, th- the thing where uh, they're uh, driving off into the night, and that's where you end the movie. 
It's like they're on a they're on a chase and they're always going to be on the run from these kids. You don't have to end it. Probably. Yeah, yeah. Because listen, there's been nine movies. <laughs> there's going to be a tenth. Yeah, yeah. You're right. You're right. And so we're going to start the tenth movie with. Well, this is the tenth. Okay, this is uh, the, so 11th, the eleventh, the eleventh yeah. movie. Yeah, yeah. And we make the uh, eleven look like a couple of stalks of corn. By sure, the way, sure. Yeah. In the uh, in the yeah. in the thing. So we're gonna we're gonna see where they end up in the eleventh movie. And they, they, they think they've escaped, but they haven't. And then the, uh, the kids show up. Okay. So well, if that's how the movie's going to end, then, then the couple has to die. The couple has to sacrifice themselves so this girl can live. Okay. And, so and they're happy to. Because they, well, not that they're they, happy to, but they, they... Yeah, they feel there's closure then. There's closure for them, do the, yeah. Do, they couldn't save their daughter, but they that's can right. save her. They can save this girl. So they're fine with that. That's right. And so the final scene is her by herself driving through the night. Yeah. And the kids, uh, whatever. Yeah, they stop a bunch of the kids, but not all of the kids. Yeah, yeah, that's right. So they're able to, yeah, make. I'd a... say the kid with the broken arm uh, continues to chase because sure. that's the most badass kid. Mm-hmm. If you see a kid grab a rock and break their own fucking arm, you're like, ooh, that's yeah, yeah. someone you want to see. Like, in the he's kind of useless, but he's it's all right. Yeah, and it's also nice, yeah, because you can't actually like. Smack so maybe him the, the god, maybe the god is there. Because now I'm picturing like now I'm wondering if like like a shadow or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like you never see it, but you just see like a shadow that comes sometimes. And just sort of, you know, takes the dead. Okay. You know? But I don't know. Whatever. I don't know if he can do anything great with Children of Corn. I wish I could remember the, the <laughs> actual story. I think we have done something great. We have so done something great? I you think, think that's so. great? That's right. All right. Well, I think it'd be fun. Like, a, the the hospital would be, like, a good place for, for and, a And by the way, if anyone wants to do any fan art of this story, yeah. and or, if yeah. you're in, look, if you're in the film industry and you want to pitch this idea for us yeah. to the Children of the Corn folks, mm-hmm. uh, please do. Yeah, and I think Dave, that, we'd write this movie if we were asked. Sure, right? and I know it's called I know it's called Children of the Corn. <laughs> yeah, but I think I think we have to think of them as more as teenagers than as uh, children. Okay, I think you could have more fun, more violence. Okay, that's more acceptable. So I'm just thinking like how bo- about niblet teens, <laughs> like tweens? Yeah, niblet teens. I'm thinking like <laughs> niblet. I'm thinking like dad, children, child of the corn, bone saw. You know, you want to call it bone saw? No, I'm just thinking like that'd be that'd be like that's the kind of action I like to see in the movies. So I don't, if it was little kids, it just wouldn't be so wouldn't be so great. But if it's teens, well, everyone hates teens; they're a bunch of jerks. Yeah. So. No, I like it. Okay. All right. All right. And by the way, we're uh, we're up for taking notes on this story. Yeah. If you have any anything you can like any kind of set pieces you can think of in the hospital that'd be exciting, like a rooftop segment that'd be good. Yeah. You know, like they get to the roof and then. And then they realize kind of Mad Max style. They have to like fight their way back down the stairs. Yeah. Because that was a mistake. There's nothing on top. I like one to one point where they're having a little fight at the uh, in the cafeteria. And oh, then, food and then, fight? And then, well, one of them looks down and sees there's a bunch of cream corn. Uh-huh. Okay. And then uh, turns to the other and goes, I hate that stuff. And you go like, ah, they don't actually like corn. Mm. Even though they're children of the corn. Yeah. That's ironic. Well, they just don't like cream, cream corn. Oh, okay. Yeah. Or maybe they go disrespectful to our god. No, no one does. That's right. <laughs> no one likes cream corn. No, I like this. Okay, all right. This is... this is. Uh, this so, yeah. So, if they contact us to write it, you're, you're down for this. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Sure. Are you willing to join the union if it comes down to it? Are you willing to leave the union if it comes down to it? <laughs> Are you willing to write it uh, with me and then I take my name off it because I'm mean? You're going to call yourself uh, Ellen Smithy? I, I think that would be a little too uh, too obvious. Mm. Uh, I will call myself Jacques Lemays. Jacques Lemays. Nice. And I'll spell it maze like okay. corn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I, I got you. That's yeah, good. Okay, good. That's good. Mm. And I would call yourself... Uh, You're not going to call yourself Stock Lemays? No, I think actually okay. I might call myself uh, G-Giant. Oh, 
<laughs> JG Giant. Well, what's the J? Oh, jolly, J. Oh, that's right. Bee. He's very jolly. That's yeah, true. That's yeah, a good point. Yeah. Okay, good. We didn't have to explain that joke, and I apologize for trying to do that. <laughs> okay. You're just too busy thinking about it. So if I'm uh, yeah. JG Giant, yeah. would you be uh, LG Sprout? Sure. Okay, great. What the hell? Sounds good. I like it. Yeah. I think I think we got something here. It's called, what do you think? It's called Children of the Corn Runaway. Yeah, yeah. We already had the title. Mm-hmm. We based it on yeah, the yeah, title. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, right. I like that. I like it. Yeah. Hmm. That or Cornucopia. Yeah. I'm picturing, like, the in the role, that girl, the actress or actor, whatever you guys right. say nowadays, that person from uh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, the young the young lady who uh, is kind of the lure to Charlie's. Oh, yeah, yeah. Her. She was good. She's really good. She'd be good as, like, the runaway. Okay. Because she plays young. She can play young. Right. And uh, I think she's got she'd she'd have like, she'd be good like in a kind of desperate role like that. Where All she's right. Like, so I think uh, I think for uh, the actual god, yeah, uh, Nathan Lane, <laughs> not broad enough. We need someone even more, even broad. even broader. Yeah, yeah. I want I re- I want a really like big okay big actor for this part. Okay, uh, uh, who's the guy that's like this? That guy Harvey oh. Firestein Firestein. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't want to say Weinstein. No, I no, kept no. was going like, I yeah. don't want to say Weinstein. Sure. I was like, Harvey Firestein yeah, as, yeah. The, as the god of the corn. Yeah. I like Kids, it. go get them. Go get them. Yeah. They disrespected me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, do that. He's he's a great, he's a great, yeah. he's a great actor. Yeah. Also a great writer. Yeah. Also. Huge uh, fan of the Firestein Bears. Thank you for listening to <laughs> Sneaky Dragon. If you want to <laughs> criticize the show, add to our screenplay. Uh, talk about your favorite Stevie. Here's the here's the two questions of the of the week. One, any notes for our uh, uh, Children of the Corn? And two, uh, what's your favorite Stephen King thing? Oh, let's go with that. Okay, what's your favorite Stephen King thing? I'll answer that next week because I, I I do have favorite ones. Oh, very good. Uh, if you want to write to us, you can go to sneakydragon.com. We have our message boards there underneath every episode of our show, and uh, that's a good place to post stuff. Or you can go on Facebook. We have uh, Sneaky Dragon on Facebook. Or if you like email, sneakyd at sneakydragon.com. Sneakyd at sneakydragon.com. Uh, sneaky underscore dragon on Tumblr and sneakydragon.tumblr.com. Those are the ways. If you want to listen to more of us. Uh, well, let me tell you how you do that. Do we have to unlock some sort of thing and, and give us money? No, free. If you want to give us money, you can go to Patreon. We have a Patreon. Go sne- a Sneaky Dragon on Patreon. You can give us a little something every month that helps uh, keep uh, us in uh, little tiny O'Henry bars, which we're eating right now. <laughs> um, but if you want to listen to uh, others of our free uh, podcasts, we're doing new episodes of Fansplainers. There's Dave's opening, there's O. Henry. And like all O. Henry stories, there's a twist ending. What's the twist ending? It's actually a Mars bar in there. <laughs> Damn what it. a crazy twist, twist ending. <laughs> um, uh, you can listen to Fansplainers where different, we do different deep, company too. deep dives. I'm trying to pitch our thing. Sorry, sorry. Uh, Fansplainers where we uh, do deep dives on movies. Our last movie we did was Joker. Joker. And yeah. uh, you know what? Because no one's been talking about that enough. So we <laughs> went, you know what we need? Our yeah. two bits. Yeah. And we gave them to you. We gave them. Two, one bit from Dave, one bit from me. There you are. Uh, we're also doing, and by us I mean Dave, the Sneaky Dragon Listening Party. Yep. What is that? Well, the newest one is out this week, actually. And uh, my daughter, Mary, and I have been spending some time going back over the mixtape project that I did a few years ago for uh, Sneaky Dragon listeners who were keen enough on music to send me some CDRs for me to make mixtapes for them. And we've been going back over them and playing songs and talking about the music and about mixtapes. 
And uh, we might be doing a little bit of a change of format as well, everyone. So okay. for, the next, for the next month, we might just do some uh, top fives for a little while. Okay. Just because I can do those without having to do a lot of research. I don't have a lot of time right now. I'm trying to like take everything out of my life and streamline it as much as possible. So Well, let's talk about that real quick uh, because we are allowed to plug this new thing now. Oh, cool. Uh, come next August, we've got a new Sparks book coming out. Hooray! Uh, I wrote it. Nina Matsumoto, the third dragon, uh, drew it, and Dave is coloring it yet again, much like we did with our first book. That's right. Uh, Sparks, which uh, won a BC Book Prize, uh, was a bestseller in Canada for a number of months, and uh, people seem to enjoy. We're doing a second one. The second book is called Sparks Double Dog Dare. It's available for pre-purchase on Amazon right now, or you could probably go to your local bookstore and go, hey, give me this when this comes out. <laughs> All those kind of things. Yeah. Um, and yeah, so that's uh, coming out. But Dave is right now coloring it. Nina yes. worked like crazy drawing it. It looks beautiful. It sure does. And uh, and Dave is coloring it right now. And, and it, looks uh, even, it looks even beautifuler. Yeah, in, in beautiful colors. So yeah. uh, I'd advise you. To not go colorblind before the uh, book <laughs> Please comes don't. out, if you can have any Please way to avoid it. Please don't. Um, so yeah, uh, check that out. But Dave is working very hard right now on that. We're all, all of us are working very hard on on, on many things mm-hmm. right now. But we uh, love having uh, time to do this. Um, and uh, and we love hearing from you. So again, please do uh, drop us a line if you get a if you get a chance. Please do. I've been Ian. So, oh, wait, sorry, sorry. Wait. Oh, wait. I tried to run. Oh, what? No. What? Huh? What? So, Go ahead. Just what? one more time. So, huh? Just one more time. Okay. What? Our questions are. Our questions are. Uh, please fix our screenplay. That oh we yeah. Just wrote. Some notes for our screen. And what is your favorite Stephen King thing? That's it right. could even be. You know what? Mine. I'm gonna. I'm gonna throw it out here right now. I'm gonna get at you. Uh, Stephen King uh, on writing his uh, book on writing. Okay. Which I would say my favorite uh, version of that is him with the audio book. Is it him doing it? Yeah. Oh, cool. Yeah, it's quite good. It's quite good. Uh, I would say for anyone who wants to be a writer or just enjoys reading, it's a, it's a good uh, read and it's a good listen. Ah, that sounds interesting. All right. Finish it up. Um,